0: Everyone's been waiting to see when T.J. Watt is going to sign his extension. But what if I told you the rumors out that not only is he going to sign his extension after this next preseason game against the Panthers on Friday, but also it's going to make him the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. We're going to talk about if that's the right move to make him that paid that high and discuss what, what, what that's going to do to the Steelers salary cap moving forward. And, you know. Maybe it's just going to relieve some anxiety for Steelers fans out there. Joining me will be Josh Axelrod of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and D9 Pietro of Channel 11 WPXI. I'm Chris Carter here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast
1: Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm joined, as always, on Wednesdays by D9Pietro of Channel 11, the uh, WPXI TV in Pittsburgh, and Josh Axelrod of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. We are the C, the I, the A, the agency here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast. Remember, you can download this podcast anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey. You can watch this podcast on YouTube if you are right now. Hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. Gentlemen, our opening topic here is none other than T.J. Watt. Arguably, eh, I'd say even past arguably, the Steelers' best player. And the whole talk that has been all throughout training camp, When is TJ going to sign his extension? Because he hasn't practiced. He hasn't played in any preseason games. But at the same time, if you're listening to what the team's saying, they're kind of okay with it. Because this this is a guy who makes his plays. He's been a superstar player for years now. They trust him to get better. And they're not not worried about if he's going to be ready for the season opener. It's just a matter of getting the ink down on paper and getting him signed. But Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette coming out. Earlier this earlier this week and saying that you can expect that deal to be done shortly after the Carolina Panthers game this Friday in Carolina, and that it will make TJ Watt the highest paid defensive player in the league. Dean, is that something the Steelers should do? Some people think it's not the right move to pay a non-quarterback that much money.
1: Wow. I think about this for a second. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> pay the man. <laughs> The dude is a perennial candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, and you can make the argument that he was robbed of it last season. He is a game changer. He is a game wrecker on defense. He is a leader. He is the guy you want on the outside terrorizing quarterbacks across the NFL. Pay him like a quarterback? Hell yeah. You want to pay a franchise player the money. You want that guy to be happy. You want him to be the top paid player in the on defense in the NFL that's what you want that will make the guy happy and you heard just a big when Jerry Dulac made that report that was the collective sigh of relief from Steeler Nation there's no worry here there really never was they're always going to sign this guy it was creating the money we've already seen the hints of it with the restructured contracts and you've got a guy here who's been showing up at training camp, okay? He hasn't been in the full practices. He hasn't been in the games. He has been there every single day, working with his teammates, staying in shape, doing the right drills, doing the right things, saying the right things. He deserves every single penny he's going to get.
2: I hear, hear. I mean, whatever the Steelers end up paying, TJ, honestly, it's probably not going to be exactly what he's worth, even if he becomes the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Like, imagine if TJ made a million dollars for every holding penalty he should have drawn last season. Oh my God. I mean, the, he'd be worth as much as the Steelers franchise, like, <laughs> in total. That man is a wrecking ball who makes every offensive line and every quarterback tremble with fear. That is worth starting quarterback money, frankly, probably more than a lot of starting quarterback money. He's just the kind of guy that the Steelers – it was inevitable they were going to pay him, but the idea of letting him walk just was unconscionable. It would have been like what the Red Sox did with Mookie Betts, just to save money, <laughs> jettison their best player to the Dodgers. He wins a World Series a year later. I could, if the Steelers had done something like that, it would have just destroyed the fan base and their faith in Kevin Colbert. So, give TJ his money; it's, it's worth it. And yeah, let's just let's just get on to the season with that with that whole thing taken care of.
0: Now looking out across the league the highest paid player right now in the league is Joey Bosa. He makes he's uh, I believe it's a 135 million dollar contract, 27 million dollars per year. So if he's going to get paid higher than that, maybe you're talking like 28, 29 million dollars a year, maybe you're talking about 140 million dollars you know, total total in the contract over five years, Uh, you know, and that kind of comes with the nature of whenever the newest guy new superstar is signing is that it's just higher than that guy. Like, you know, when you look at some quarterbacks who, you know, sign their contract and then five years later, they're like, Whoa, I got shipped because there's guys signing contracts now that are way bigger than mine, just because you're in a different era or like the salary cap's different. But the thing is, is that next year, the salary cap does boom. Um, And Josh, you brought up a good point, you know, not letting star players, Dean the Steelers don't let go of star players they really haven't since like Rod Woodson uh, you know when you talk about guys who were in their prime you know you think about maybe a Joey Porter but that was also you know there was a regime change coming with that and there was other things that were going along with Joey Porter's situation but it's very rare that they let that guy go uh, especially on defense you know like you could think like okay some top picks like Paxico Burris have gone San Antonio Holmes well that was different because he had other issues um, <laughs> but you know TJ Watt is like the Steelers' Captain America. You can't find anything wrong with the guy. He's spotless. He's just, you you, you just break him out the ice, and he goes and beats up the bad
1: guys. (laughs) Absolutely. And the Steelers, Steeler Nation, listeners to this fine podcast, please always appreciate what you have in the franchise that you cheer for. They know when to let a guy go, and they know when to keep a guy. Rod Woodson was a rare miss and we're talking how many years ago
0: yeah it was what 96
1: yeah something like that they know when the time is right to let somebody go and when to keep a guy and when to sign a guy to big money and tj watt is big money and he's going to pay big dividends for this defense for years to come
2: um also real quick shout out to jerry dulock my post at colleague for breaking that news
1: I also just want to say, if TJ's
2: Captain America, I think that makes Cam Hayward Iron Man and Mika Fitzpatrick Thor. That's now canon. Well,
0: I mean, Cam I can't the Iron Man because he is Iron, Man and he's exactly he's like the guy that started it. Right, like he was. Mm-hmm. Though I mean, Cam's the oldest one, so like, wouldn't he be Steve Rogers? All right, we're getting too nerdy right now, but mm-hmm. that's he, on you. <laughs> but you started us on this path, sir. Also, if Jerry's wrong and it doesn't happen after this game, we're coming for you, Josh. We're personally holding you responsible if there's any if there's any uh, wrong you know wrong things that come out of this rumor. But I mean, I don't think I'd be offended story. if he
2: didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in all seriousness, this is something the Steelers do. I have expected them the entire time to sign this to to sign him to a, a major deal. Um, TJ Watt. You know, this is a this next age the Steelers are going to go through. They're you know they're not going to be able to or try. I don't think they're going to try to pay a mega quarterback mega dollars. But also, you're going to have an expanded salary cap. Because here's the thing: T.J. Watt's new deal most likely will be five years. If you if you draft a quarterback, say they do trade up in the in, in the first round, they go get their quarterback. Guess what? That means he's on a rookie contract for about four or five years. That's exactly the amount of time that it would take to, for T.J. Watt to pay out the prime of this contract before they figured out what they would want to do next. This next era of Steelers football is going to be based on defense and running the ball with having a decent quarterback lead, leading the way. I, I, and, and the thing is, is that historically they've been able to win doing that. That's something that they're not afraid of. So um, certainly... So uh, something interesting to watch here when it does happen, you'll hear about it right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. We're going to talk about some other moves the Steelers have made that impact the defense and what it might mean for them moving forward. We'll do that just after this. And I tell you about BetOnline.ag because it's that time of the year again and all eyes are turned down to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one. Spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the two hundred thousand dollar NFL Survivor Co- Contest. Both open right now at Bet Online. Head to the website to use your more or use your mobile device to sign up today. To receive your 100% welcome bonus, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which is making a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball to boxing right down to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all. The great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Odyssey. You can download us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. It's all great ways to get us. Um, I'm Chris Carter here with D Nine Pietro and Josh Axelrod. Now, continuing it, rolling the Steelers released another round of cuts on uh, on Tuesday, and among those cuts was a name that maybe some people were a little shocked to see, and that was Antoine Brooks, the team's projected starting slot corner going into training camp. The box safety out of Maryland, who was in his second year, has been hurt through most of training camp. After he played the first couple weeks, played in the first preseason game, he hasn't returned. Um, And now the Steelers are kind of in a tough spot with the slot cornerback position because Arthur Mullin is also hurt. Now, Mike Tomlin did say on Monday that he's day-to-day and they expect him back anytime soon, but... Now you're in a position where you had three guys you looked at in the slot and you just had to let go of one. The other one's injured. The only other slot guy that you can really count on right now is Cam Sutton, and that puts James Pierre on the outside. Now, I talked to Tony Serino for Tony Tuesday about James Pierre because he leads the official James Pierre hype train. <laughs> but I tell you now, this sounds to me like the Steelers, if they're letting him go, they're not going into this regular season without a veteran that they trust. Somewhere in their in their ranks at cornerback, whether it be outside to 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 help you know to help solidify out there, or they go get a slot man who's going to help inside and take some of that that those duties off of Sutton so he can play on the outside. Either way, fellas, it just seems to me like it would be smart to go get some backup right now after you let go Antoine Brooks.
1: And in, and they've already shown that they're willing to do this. Yes, you know, they went out and got Melvin Ingram, Trey you know. Turner. Trey turn, you know, they're, they're going to go get some somebody. And when the final cuts are made, someone's going to be out there that may be an upgrade from Antoine Brooks. And they're going to find that guy, and in Colbert we trust, and, uh, you know, they'll bring him in.
0: He's giving I me mean, no reason but to trust him.
1: Uh, as I recall, Joe Hayden was brought in week one. Yep. Um, Did pretty know, well I, with that one. I, I don't expect something of that level to happen all the time, of course, but... You know, if Antoine didn't show enough or if he was hurt, he didn't show enough. That means other guys are. And it's not, not just in, in the corner. It's on special teams, too. Yeah, And that's a big and important part of it as well. You know, when you're finding those role players and the backup players and everything else, you've got to find guys who can fill all of those roles. Maybe he wasn't just getting it done. You know, you always look for that one name on the initial cuts. You're like, oh, that I, knew that, I know that name. You know, the other right. four we weren't, weren't as high-profile. But I think uh, it's just a matter of, you know, trusting what the Steelers do and that they have a plan for this. Well, it's always sad to see a fellow Terp leaving Pittsburgh.
0: I uh, wait. You I, go to Maryland? I never knew what? that.
2: Really? Oh, did, did I not tell you guys? You go to Maryland? Yeah. Never. I'm a proud, you never heard this show. Never heard that. No. I'm a, pr- I'm a proud University of Maryland uh, alumni. Wow. I didn't realize this was new information for you. Know. I had no idea. Anyway. I've I've already heard rumblings that there's a chance that if uh, Brooks isn't claimed on
0: waivers, he could come back. So that,
2: well, he might not. That's,
0: that's definitely part of the plan.
2: Yeah, he might not be done with the Steelers. So we shouldn't eulogize him yet. Although, I mean, if he's been hurt this whole time, it's just a cold world where two week a two week injury can leave you out out in the cold and uh, fighting for your life after you were a legitimate NFL draft pick like what less than two years ago. Yeah. The, the Steelers definitely need to upgrade their secondary. It's interesting because that's the only really, uh, phase of their defense. They haven't upgraded because they went out and they got Melvin Ingram for the line. They just, just traded for, for, for Showbert And, uh, yeah, the secondary is just, uh, obviously they lost more than they gained there. So, uh, yeah, I'm with Dean. They, we definitely need to go out and, uh, see if there's a wily veteran out there or wait for another disgruntled, uh, corner to, to want to trade, uh, there's still, I, and I mean, d- depending on what TJ ends up making, there's probably still going to be money left over that could land a not a big fish, but like a medium-sized fish, maybe. Or so, you can trade Mason
1: Rudolph and get somebody. Oh, that sounds.
0: Look at, look at you coming in, and swinging at Mason. Uh, what that's... Mason ever do to you, man? You was just chilling over yeah. here, and you just like, eh, pow, yeah, that get is... out of here, Mason. Follow oh, me. That...
1: On, follow me on this for two seconds.
0: Okay, go ahead. What uh, he just came reason, up with this.
1: What if the reason? that they played Mason and didn't play Dwayne Haskins with the ones last week's game was to showcase him for a trade. And that all along they intend to keep Haskins and Dobbs. You just blew my mind.
0: I mean that I wouldn't put them outside the realm of possibility, (laughs) but I would say that I still think that they want a guy who's been in their system Ready to go as their number two right now. And they want to just keep developing Dwayne and see how he does. Uh, but to your point, the Steelers, I don't think would take themselves out of any trade talks to boost their roster right now because they truly believe in this roster being able to compete. And, you know, they, Atlanta and then again, need, they're not Atlanta a needs
1: a backup. They lost McCarron.
0: I mean, that's the thing. If someone need, if someone needs a needs needs a quarterback, and here's the other thing. Indeed, a, 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 a lot of people are going to quarterback. A lot of people are going to reach to say, "What about Patrick Peterson? What about Stephon Gilmore? What about these big names that we hear because we hear all the time because they're Pro Bowlers and such? Think more about veteran guys. But then there's also guys you don't even got to trade for. I mean, the Seahawks let go of Pierre to not a. A highlight cornerback but a veteran who's 30 years old and knows how to play in nfl defenses there are guys out there that will probably be available throughout the rest of you know the preseason getting ready for the season that you wouldn't need to pay all that much out in capital and then maybe you keep mason Rudolph and package him for something else or hold on to him for next year because he's your only quarterback under contract in 2022 point being i think that, that this that this does mean the steelers aren't gonna sleep on adding to the cornerback position right. whether it's outside inside or whatever
2: now i want to now i want them to get that other pierre so we can have two pierres in our secondary for no reason
0: would, uh, james pierre and pierre to see yeah that would be that'd be really annoying to have to be to the most fr- be the most french french secondary in the history <laughs> of oh the french just,
1: connection we're just, dang, we're just making
0: french <laughs> jokes out here Sheesh. oh Maybe. man y'all are y'all, y'all are crazy but okay we got we to gotta cut to another break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. I want to talk to Josh about a story that he's working on that involves a famous former Steeler. We'll get into that just after I tell you guys about Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, but, to, but is, is healthy for you, you want Built Bar because it's the protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, rocky road, or my personal favorite, Double chocolate. Built Bar has all the flavors for you to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories, and they pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, but only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack that you regret later and keeps anyone on task with their diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor right to your door by going to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED. 15. That's locked 15. 5 all capital letters, all one word, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, wrapping things up with Dean and Pietro and Josh Axelrod. And before I got to say, both of these guys were dancing to our inter- <laughs> interlude music here, which Gang is confirmed. the song Too Easy yep. uh, by true. Nerd Boy <laughs> of Renaissance Music Records. They were like legit bopping back and forth. Now, if you recognize the beat, that is the Night in Tunisia beat. It's been reworked and sampled. But go check out Nerd Boy at Renaissance Music Records. They have a lot of great work here um, that, that we should feature. All right. So now, fellas. I want to get to Josh. You interviewed a former Steeler who pretty important in the annals of Steelers history, who is on television, making an acting. Is it a day? I think, I think it's the debut, right? It's uh, not
2: his, his series, regular debut. This is the first time he's series ever been regular. a regular on a TV show. He's had, he has a small role in the CBS show SWAT. And then he had a small role in an indie movie. I think it's called remembering Amnesia, something like that. And this is his first, like, true, I want to be an actor kind of gig. And who is this person? None other than James Harrison. Debo! Yeah. Uh, occasionally, my occasionally my beat actually lets me interview some Steelers. I talked to Willie Parker for a story, uh, I think, back in January, February. I, I've talked to Ryan Clark multiple times now about his gig at ESPN. And, uh, yeah, this one brought me to James Harrison, who is... He is playing a character named Apocalypse on a show called he-
0: I know, right? What? James Harrison is ominous. Okay, a- oh, 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 it fits.
2: Uh, <laughs> the show the is called Heels. It's on Stars, I believe as of this recording, two episodes are out. It, it, it comes out weekly. Um, yeah, I think it premiered on the 15th. So what, the whatever, whatever two Sundays ago was. It's a show about professional wrestling. It's uh, set... It's about the Duffy Wrestling League in Duffy, Georgia. Very small-time stuff. Okay. James Harrison, unsurprisingly, is a wrestler. Uh, it stars uh, Stephen Amel, who you guys watched Arrow. Uh, you, you'll, you'll know his work. Uh, he's the proprietor of that league and, and the titular heel. But yeah, it's a really interesting show. It's well done. James Harrison hasn't had an incredible amount to do in it yet, but he assured me when I talked to him last week that uh, he he would, and his character is very loyal to the uh, to the Duffy Wrestling League because of what Stephen Amell's character and his brother did for him that helped that helped him throughout his life, and uh, most importantly, James Harrison does 100 percent of his own stunts, and his arms are basically visible at all times. Well, so so that, that's there's... what I
0: wanted to ask was, you know, with with, with, with James Harrison, I mean the guy. We've seen James Harrison be James Harrison, like, you know, in his, in his younger days when he was getting interviewed, he was just he, he when he wanted to talk, he talked. When he didn't want to talk, he didn't talk. And he kind of lets you know and he'd be very short with you if you asked him questions when he wasn't feeling it. And, you know, I, I got used to seeing that out of James Harrison. But, you know, acting in a role and I get that he's probably just the mean wrestler in this one. And he takes on that role, but still intrigued by, oh, he's not he's not the mean wrestler. Oh no, he's the really nice not. guy.
2: Frankly he's-, well, he's
0: a nice guy. wait, wait. So James Harrison is a character in a TV show called Apocalypse, and he is the nice wrestler?
2: He's the wisecracker. He's got yeah. Jokes. What? yeah. What?
0: I have to watch the show now.
2: This yeah. is a Really interesting little show. And, and by the way, you can catch you can get my full interview uh, in the Post Gazette uh, on Thursday. I'll, I'll drop that There's in the the Locked On plug. There's the plug. Wait, I'll drop okay, that. Then I'll then drop it, that article in the Lockdown Facebook group once it's online. Don't worry. Please do. Um, the most interesting thing that Harrison told me that I, I feel comfortable revealing now is one of the reasons he chose acting was a he wanted to challenge himself in something post football, and b he suffered from massive stage fright most of his life. To the point where, during interviews, he could come off as really standoffish. But frankly, it was mostly because he was nervous.
1: Never standoffish? No. no. Never. Know. Never. No. He never did that. No.
2: But according to him, at least, he's, the, 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 the reputation he developed for being a little mean with the media had more to do with his general stage fright than, mm. than with him having any animosity there and acting has really allowed him to get out of his shell and a show like heels is great. Cause he gets to use his physical stature to his, to his uh, advantage. Well also, you know, he's playing a legitimate character. Like it, it's hard to forget that he's James Harrison because he, you know, he still looks like James Harrison, but, <laughs> but like, you know, he's got, a, he's got a real backstory. Like you, you believe he could be like a, a small town wrestler in Georgia. Let me, let me just put it that way. It, it works. And, uh, Again, he made it clear that he's doing 100% of his own stunts. I think he estimated most of the other actors on the show do about 85. But, like, I, I think what I asked him was, do you find the idea of a show about wrestling to be kind of redundant since wrestling is scripted as well? But he was like, no, no, no. Those stunts are all real. The pain we feel is the same pain that wrestlers feel. So, uh, no. go in, Don't go into this thinking that anything is fake beyond beyond the scripted elements. The actual wrestling... I mean, Stephen Amell. I believe about a year ago, he almost broke his back. Like he, he suffered a real bad back injury. Yikes. Well, but yeah, it sidelined him. It sidelined him from filming for for a couple of weeks. So no, the the wrestling elements are real. And Dean, actually, I think, yeah, he looks like he's yeah. injured And he can talk to that. Well,
1: yeah. Than, like, I mean, um, the locked on a family may not realize I have been a wrestling fan for <laughs> about forty years, and so I can tell you longer when than I,
0: either of us have been alive
1: yes thank you very much for that both of you (laughs) are jerks um (laughs) (laughs) no uh but i've seen we've we've all seen wrestling movies come down the pike okay from from no holds barred with hulk hogan uh ready to rumble and honest to god 90 percent of them are crap okay and uh fighting with my family was decent the wrestler was pretty good even though it was depressing so my expectations were low going into this show. And I got to tell you, if, if you're a wrestling fan and you want to check it out, they're knocking it out of the park. And James Harrison is his role. Again, has not been big. Like Josh said, I hope it does expand some. Because he well. he is, he is playing it. Well, he's playing his character and his acting is spot on. He is enjoyable to watch. Um, he's had a couple of moments in the ring already. You know, one where he got thrown out of a ring, one where he hit somebody with a clothesline that looked like it might have knocked them in next week. Um,
2: James Harrison's arms. Just think and, about running into those things.
1: And he had the line of the series so far, which is you want to either make them love you or love to hate you. And he delivered it perfect. And so it's, it's, okay. it's a show we're checking out. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, the story of... You know, trying to maintain things within a family, and with all with the wrestlers, and trying—you know—there's th- a takeover attempt and everything else. There's other story with it that'll make it interesting for you beyond the wrestling. And James Harrison, watching him is a, is really a treat to to see how James is doing with this. And I, I, th- I, just, I think he's doing I just fantastic.
0: I, I just want to say, I totally saw the whole stage fright thing when he slammed that Cleveland Browns fan when he ran out on the field. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there was total stage fright right there. I mean, but here's the thing I'm only recording what when he tells about. me to my face. What can I say? <laughs> but but this is this is my this is my thing about this is that James Harrison in, holds an important you know place in, I think in Steelers history um, you know not just because of his interception return for a touchdown and what is still to me the greatest defensive play in the history of the Super Bowl um, but also because of the, the 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 tone that he set at edge rusher for years I mean nobody messed with James Harrison you, you, that guy mm-hmm. that guy was was an unstoppable force for so many years in the NFL um, and You know, and he kind of embodied that Steelers like don't mess with me vibe that like Jack Lambert carried around with him during the 70s. And so, you know, a lot of fans were endeared to him. Now, that kind of got severed when he kind of had the falling out with Tomlin and the team. And then he went to play for the Patriots and that became, uh, you know, so much. But still, to me. James Harrison will always be a legendary stealer. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to see him go, go, go to steal, take on a new challenge in life. And your guys are telling me that he's not just being the brute in the show. He's being right. the funny guy. He's being a guy that yeah. that's relatable. He's I'm a character. Intrigued. I yeah. will check this out. He's the voice of reason. For a stars <laughs> <package>. uh-
1: <laughs> he actually is the voice of reason among all the other wrestlers. It's, at one it's of Stephen Amell and uh,
2: <laughs> his brother played by Alexander Ludwig who are like the troublemakers. James yeah. Harrison is there just being like, guys, I just wanted to, make this league work you guys are ruining it look <laughs> at my arms
0: all right all right so if you want to read more of josh's piece go check out the pittsburgh post-gazette on thursday that's when his piece will be put out there um you can also find all of us right here on the lockdown Steelers podcast dean thanks for being on the show as always let me know i can find you follow you and get more of your work
1: on the lockdown group on facebook and then of course wpxi friday night first night of skylights with this guy Woo! Next week on WPXI Now will be our first Fantasy Football Insider sponsored by Fandle and CalU, and it's going to feature this guy. Woo!
0: Yeah, two shows coming up on Channel 11, y'all. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Final word every Sunday. We're going to have the black and gold zone when the Steelers season starts. We are kicking into high gear for fall with football. Let's bring it.
0: There we go. Josh, same to you. Let me know if we can find all of your work, including that article everyone's talking about.
1: Yep, you can find
2: me on Twitter at Jaxelberg with an H. You can find me in the Locked On Facebook group. And you can find my work at postgazette.com. And if you like the James Harrison story, just, you know, you can always subscribe to the PG. I got some good stuff coming out. We got American Russ coming out uh, soon. You know, the guy who directed Derwin Hansen's from Pittsburgh. I got some good stuff coming up. Just, you know, just just bear with me
0: always keeping us in touch with culture josh axarad is thank you so much both for being on the show i'm chris carter you can follow me on twitter and instagram at carter critiques as you see below here you can also check me out on the lockdown Steelers podcast here on youtube apple spotify google Podcasts, and odyssey monday through friday breaking it down thanks again for listening to our episode here if you remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment you get a special shout out at the end of the show be back on your screens and in your ears